We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. Welcome back, all you lovely, lovely humans. I love you all. This is uh, this is Zach, your host, and we are back again. I mean, again, like why why so many episodes, right? I mean, we're shooting for a thousand, and then five thousand. So get ready, settle in, get comfortable. <laughs> uh, we're here to question everything. We're here to here to question ourselves and question the external all in order to grow to our maximum capability and find autonomy and find fulfillment, find mission, find satisfaction, happiness, all the good things. And just so you guys know, I know I'm on here a lot, you know, and I'm pretty serious. And it's it it's part of my personality to be very serious. It's it's run a lot from my like anxiety and my stress and uh it's conditioned very much so. And I have to repeatedly be mindful of where I'm at and, you know, try to enjoy the moments and try to know that even though I'm building something serious and that I want you guys to take all the messages serious, uh, there's no point in chasing after anything if you're not going to enjoy the journey. And it's it's such a simple thing to say, but it's such a really very difficult thing to understand. And enjoying the journey and not being stressed so much about your financial status and your progress and your quote unquote success and you know wondering where you're how, you know where you, you've gotten to you know to a certain point like just get freaked out about so many things and i apologize for that i'm doing my best to to learn to have joy to learn to have bliss and by that i mean enjoying the things as they happen regardless of the outcome and regardless of the negative or positive because the brain you decide on whether anything is negative or positive i know that sounds very impossible because there are so many quote-unquote negative things that happen but you're the one that decides that it's negative we are the ones that decide how we want to feel about things so i hope that changed your mind a little bit anyway um just now getting back from being pretty sick um, after competition, just got hit by something. I told you guys that, but I'm super excited about the program to come. I'm building something with a couple other guys and kind of experimenting on my own. Probably, probably do a lot of experimenting because if we do the Fitspo, it's supposed to be a competition in January. I'm gonna be putting up some good numbers there. That's the idea. That's the intention for the next four or five ish months of training. And I'm super stoked about it and also very intimidated and have a lot of doubts still. It's a lot of time, right? 
but uh, everything's going great. I'm not really ready for fall, but I'm learning to wrap my mind around the the awesome things of fall, right? Uh, you get to wear all this extra attire. Like you get to <laughs> display your personality more with more clothes, as odd as that sounds. Uh, coffee feels really good when it's cold outside and you sweat a lot less and yeah i don't know i I mean anybody else got any things point some things out to me like yell at me and let me know what the great things about fall are hit me up and let me know what all the amazing things about fall are because i'm really trying to learn to love all the seasons i'm trying to learn to love cold weather (laughs) but uh Without getting too crazy, I know you guys came here for a reason, and I think this is a really, really good episode that we've got this week. It's a solo episode, and I think it's super important, and I think it puts a lot of emphasis on the podcast and the reason for the podcast, and I want you guys to feel this one. So hopefully it it impacts as well as I'd like it to, and if not, let me know what you missed. Let me know what you didn't understand. Let me know what you didn't feel about it. All right, and make sure to to follow up with me. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, and follow the podcast. Tell other people about the podcast if you really enjoy it. And uh, let's make this thing grow as much as possible because the whole intent is to get people to question skeptically, critically, and find autonomy and independence and confidence in who they are and what they're after, so that they can change their goddamn lives and become and live the way that they want to. All right. So without further ado. Let's do this, you rebel-minded, loved little freaks. (laughs) This is episode 70, the three biggest reasons to question everything. What up, humans? Are you a powerlifter too? Then why are we not friends? Actually, if you're any athlete, get yourself over here. I need some friends. As an athlete who has goals... I do my best to give my body what it needs to hit my powerlifting numbers. And a 500-pound deadlift is a formidable opponent. And cage muscle supplements are what I rely on to help me hit those goals. Cage muscle is the cleanest and most effective product line I've ever used for supplementation. And I've been lifting forever. I never feel like my heart will implode and never feel like anything I take is doing absolutely nothing like so many other supplements out there. I train better, I recover better, and I sleep better due to the caged muscle products that I use. And to get where I want to go in fitness, cage will always be my go-to. I don't want to sell you on caged muscle. I want you to feel the difference. I want you to feel caged muscle for yourself. So if you're looking for trying something new and very effective in your supplementation routine, make sure to get 15% off when you use my code HAMSTER15 at checkout. That's H-A-M-S-T-E-R. 15 when you check out. Let's go hit some numbers, shall we? What is it that you guys have questioned in your own life recently? And to make sure you understand how important this really is, what have you questioned and then proceeded to find an answer or answers beyond your own perception, beyond your own way of thinking? I'm not a teacher and I'm not formally educated. I'm not a coach or not really even an influencer. I'm just speaking a message. And I'm just a man that from boyhood has spent 
most of his life living by someone else's opinions and advice. And I'm not saying external information or perspective is wrong. Fucking, of course not. Quite the opposite, actually. We need others to reflect off of. We should always be looking to take in another human's point of view. But to base your life entirely off of what others say is not the right way to live. And to ignore your own instincts and intuition leaves you as helpless and as much a victim as you could possibly be. The idea of the RMP is always to question. To question ourselves and to question the world. But it goes deeper than that. You have to dig. I have a fire in the center of me. One built from years of mental slavery. From pedestalizing women and authoritative figures and basically anyone more successful or more high status than me. I've spent a lifetime making gods and goddesses out of humans. And maybe it's just finally walking the earth for more than 30 years now, but something seems very, very fucked up and very manipulated to me. And I've become obsessed with finding out truths that make sense to me, whether those truths are a proof of my existence or a humbling blow to my own ego and my beliefs. Whether on purpose or by pure coincidence of the human ability to have, dare I say, arrogance built off of status, the majority of people have become those slaves. Slaves to the systems and organizations and industries. But the point is not to blame those things. That's just victimhood. The point is to become aware and release their control of us to the best of our ability so that we can be the people that we want to be. The more we know, the less control others have over us, believe it or not. Simple, not easy, but simple. The greatest disservice we've ever done for ourselves is not to question. And maybe it's because of parenting and teachings that taught us how to follow and blend more than individualize and separate ourselves. Or maybe it's because of biological survival mechanisms that taught us to stick together, tribal instincts to avoid death and exile. You know, there could be so many things. It doesn't really fucking matter. What does matter is the questions in which we ask. They have to become deeper. They have to become more challenging, more skeptical, more troubling. Because the opposite will leave us as boring, simple, blindfolded sheep to be led by the few. Doesn't sound very fucking fun, does it? Us humans have an amazing ability to grow. But I want you to know here and now, whether you've realized it or not, that the Rebel Minded Podcast was built on this sole idea to question everything that we do for the pure sake of our own personal growth. But not just to grow, but to grow uniquely, to grow authentically into our greatest desires and purpose. Now, I know that is very open-ended, and I'm known to be pretty vague and cryptic, so let me try to remedy this a little bit. First off, your life will change the more, the harder, and the deeper you decide to question the world around you. You, I, all of us should be questioning our lives to the point of frustration. To do so means growth of our character, better understanding of ourselves and where we lie in the world, and how the hell we can actually get to where we want to go in life. I built the podcast with an idea that if we question enough, there's no answer that we cannot find. And now more than ever, I believe it. But this isn't questioning whether we should have the latte this morning, whether that be because we're trying to be healthier or whether we're trying to save money. The art of questioning starts to take hold when we are capable of questioning why it is even important to get or not get the coffee. 
we question getting the coffee because we may notice the habit is what is wrong with our health or saving money. That the coffee may actually be the thing that keeps us from running in the morning instead. Or it may be because we found that getting coffee first may help us avoid writing in our journal because we journal in bed before we get out. I'm not speaking about anything specific here, but you know. Or we may realize that the caffeine every day has been detrimental to our energy because of the constant release of adrenaline that it causes. It's to realize the coffee isn't the problem. It's our attachment to the coffee. It's the avoidance of what is hard, but true to the fact that we're keeping ourselves small because we haven't learned control of ourselves and our habits enough to actually take action in the way that we dream regardless of discomfort, pain, or emotional influence. Now, there are three huge changes to who we are that I've thought about if we decide to start questioning ourselves, including our pasts, our present actions, and our future endeavors, and the externals impact on us, including our friends, our family, our religion, our culture, and probably most of all, our quote, oh so pure intentions for our lives and the way that we live. In so many ways, we're not so just or pure, regardless of how we portray ourselves. And really, No one else is either. It's a hard fucking truth that nobody really wants to give a shit about. We have darkness. We have bad intentions. We do things wrong. And as I've started to question my own life, I've realized how overwhelming it can be. But I've also realized how overwhelming the new truths of my own life have changed as well. And I want others to have in on it. So here are the three greatest changes that questioning everything will do for you. Number one, probably the greatest thing to happen to you as you start to question is that you will start to uproot many of your own beliefs. Things are going to get fucking rocky, and it's going to suck. You're going to have to tell yourself that you're wrong. You're going to have to question every way you've lived your life up to this point, and you're probably going to be ashamed of what you've done to yourself and to other people. I definitely fucking am myself. I know this actually sounds horrible, but trust me. Breaking up your foundation will be the smartest thing that you ever do. And why? Because your life can't proceed the way that you want it without you rebuilding it. And in my theory, it's probably healthy to do this multiple times throughout your life. Like a snake that sheds its skin. For you to make sense of anything, you have to rebuild your foundation. And as long and as tedious as it is, the power in the project is that you're building it on new beliefs. Your beliefs. Things that are more true to you, things that you have ignored, things that haven't worked for you, but you did them anyway. Questioning yourself will be the most humbling thing that you ever do, but it will lay down a path in front of you that is built on actual intention for your life and your value, living up to a standard that you respect. And depending on how badly you've been plugged in, relief about living a life that means something to you. Number two. The second thing that arguably is just about as important as the first is that you will start to see people for who they really are and see yourself for what you really are. You see outside your own little space and see the reality of things. You can disconnect your own experience from the external. First, honestly, probably in a very angry, resentful way. You'll probably be super pissed. You'll see all of the manipulation and the evil that humans do, but you'll also by way of forced questioning, start to understand people better. You start to give grace to their flaws and even why they inflict damage on themselves and other people. The more you learn about you, 
the more you learn about other people and the more you can read other people and their intentions. What you come to realize is that as flawed as we all are, there are a lot of people trying to do good. There is more potential for community, for being in control of who you surround yourself with and being in environments that mean something to you. Environments and people that push you and support you and getting rid of all the things that don't, all of the people that don't. Asking questions about everything means that you see how close all of us really are. You can see that even the humans that are quote-unquote successful, the people that you may have looked at like gods or prodigies, the people that you've always separated yourself from, you find that they are just as human as you are, just as flawed as you, just as damaged as you have been. And the only difference between you and them is that they have something that they wanted to change about their lives and made it so. And some, some were just so curious about whatever matters of the world. It didn't matter what any of the obstacles were. They had something in their life or about the world that they had to figure out for themselves. And the third thing that comes from questioning the world is that you finally start to see the matrix. As you start to see the separation like I spoke about in question number two, you also start to see the repetitive lifestyle being created for all of us that are not yet unplugged from the matrix. So you can start acting against that simulation. Now, I don't think we actually live in a simulation like the Matrix, as cool as I really think that would be, but as fucked up as that really would be. However, I do think that most of us have been manipulated. I think that industries and leaders have learned the psychology of the brain, and they have learned how to convince people of the lives that they must live, or what we've thought that we must live, right? Why do we limit ourselves? Why are we just okay with the way things are? Why do so many of us see dreams of what could be rather than actually taking the action to see them happen in front of us? Because our minds were built to fear the unknown. We were built to run from the scary things. And other people have learned how to use that fear against us in the largest of numbers to make us believe that we have to be a worker ant or that we have to be part of their system. Ultimately, once you see this, you start to see things as limitless. You get it? You start to imagine what your life could be with actual belief. You begin to realize how much control you actually have, separated from the system, and know that all it takes is action and thought given to the right things. You start to see that what others have done with evil intent, you can do with good. We may still be scared to take that action. And the confusing part is that, do we need to believe before we act? Or do we act then start to believe? The latter will propel you forward much quicker than the former. So, work on acting. The hard byproduct of realizing that you're living as part of someone else's world is that the separation of you from that matrix could quite possibly be the hardest thing that you've ever done. And I implore you to keep going. It's worth every step. Because as you see the world for what it is, that means you can be the change. That means you can unplug other people. That means you can do good things. You can join the great army of humans that are trying to make a difference in the world. You no longer have to feel stuck. You no longer have to feel small or worthless. <laughs> you no longer have to live in a space where your life just feels like a repetitious circle of nothingness. Look, like I said before, I'm not a teacher and I'm not really even a coach, but I do believe that I can lead people to believing in themselves. And that means helping people face the truths. 
that they have been conditioned to live someone else's story. To be honest, I think the quickest way to change our lives is questioning, doing it deeply, taking responsibility of where you fucked up, where you've lived as a victim, and oddly enough, understanding and facing the difficulty and painful truth of what it will take to change your life after you spent so much time in the wrong spot. Because no one else will do it for you. And most people won't condone your behavior or want to help you at all when you find your path. It's your desire to change. And no one will ever feel it is as important as you think it is. So if you dare to question, if you take this to heart and actually want to start doing the work, then here are a few places to start. And in no way are the questions here meant to make you believe something that I believe or live the way that I live. The importance of these questions is to rock the boat enough to see whether you've been blindfolded well enough to be convinced of the direction the boat is taking you. Because once you pull it off, you may not like where it's headed. And it's most likely not being steered by you. So this is where I recommend starting. Take this as open-mindedly as you possibly can. Question what you do. Seriously, question your work, your day-to-day thing, your job, your career, whatever. The reason this one is so important is because it may be the pay, the benefits, the ease of lifestyle, the comfortability that makes you sure that it's okay for you, that it's your life path. If you don't see the purpose in what you do, and you have all those previous thoughts of doubt and the direction of your life and misery and anxiety, you may realize that you're just living a life and not actually living. And you're probably making excuses of why you need that job. Stability, security, because you have kids, because you need health insurance. You're creating your own mental blocks. Find a way around it. Question your religion. And I know you're not going to like this, but just fucking do it. I'm not asking you to not believe. I'm not saying you can't follow through with your beliefs in your religion. I'm asking you to make sure that the way you wish your life was being lived isn't being directed by an organization. In my opinion, belief of a higher power and religion are two different things. And the latter, whether you believe it or not, plays on your moral standards, your insecurities, or your fear of being left out. It plays on you being a flawed human. Don't be afraid to be a human that finds their own way. Question your society and community. What are you a part of? What do they stand for? Do you actually believe in it? Or do you just want to be a part of drama because you're bored with your fucking life? That fucking sucks to hear, doesn't it? Question how you spend your time and with who. Yes, that will mean questioning what you get from your friends and family and events. Is there a wholesomeness that you get in return for spending time with others? I fucking hope so. There should be. Or does it feel like you live for the weekends? Like you live for things? That you live for impulsive actions, using money for happiness? Do you do your job, then immediately jump into life-numbing addictions like alcohol, media, Netflix, drugs? All in order to avoid having to ask yourself about life, and why you may be miserable, and why you may live just for those few moments. Question your emotions. Always. All of them. The thing about emotions is that they mean something. But a lot of times, it's not what we think they are. 
there is almost always something lying deeper within them. And the difficult thing about them is that they tend to control our actions if we don't become self-aware, leading us to do impulsive things yet again. So before we act, we should be questioning why we feel the way that we do. We should be taking responsibility of our sadness, of our anger, and even our happiness and start to ask ourselves, why? Where does it come from? What do I need to do about it? Does it get me any closer to where I want to go or does it pull me farther away? Am I sad because I don't have friends? Or is it that I don't present myself openly and lovingly to attract them? Am I really angry at my spouse for not being home on time? Or am I angry because it was unexpected and I'm afraid to be alone? Am I envious? Okay, actually, I think envy is a byproduct rather than an emotion, but let's follow through with this. Am I envious because someone else has a better life than me? Or am I envious because I don't know how to do the work to get me to the same level? Am I envious because I've built a life that is too restrictive and gives me no time to act or even think of working toward a life that I want and I get to use it as an excuse of why they get to be better than me? You see, the art of questioning is fucking painful and it's very humbling, but nothing will open your eyes more and tell you how wrong that you've fucking been. And that's why we feel so out of control most of the time. We don't take responsibility of the decisions that we've made and are making because it hurts and it is scary to be responsible. It's always easier to put it on someone else or put it on something or to put it on some law of the universe or some religion even. And it's always easier to assume things about our lives rather than question them. So I fucking dare you to question. Question every aspect of your life and when you find an answer, question it again. Questioning isn't something that you do once. It's a mindset. You do it over and over, not just to find clarity, but also to keep yourself humble and open-minded. We should always be questioning everything from our beliefs to our values, from our sexuality even to our religion. We should question our friends and question our enemies, question our coaches. Actually, one major rule right here, force yourself to listen to as many people as you can that you actually disagree with. Because most of the time, we can find slivers of relativity, therefore humanizing and respecting our enemies for their differences instead of objectifying and terminating them. Question your limitations. Question your creativity. Question your strength, your health, and be skeptical as fuck with the world around you. Always, always, always. You'll never learn more from anything else. So question, question, question. I hope this does something for all of you. I hope this pushes you more to question your own lives for the pure sake of living it the way that you actually want to. We never get to live a life without hard work. But would you rather work a life that means nothing or work on a life that means everything? Stay strong, my rebel-minded freaks. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.